Hi everyone and Akila. Welcome back. We are here at episode 6, which is a great and a big milestone for us. And this episode specifically in Women in Leadership series, which is part 3 of the conversation with Akila, founder by Rural. I'm Rural is a sustainable and zero-waste fashion brand that operates in India out of Bengaluru. If this is the first episode you're listening to, you should definitely check out episode 4 and 5 of the Audacity Project, which is a precursor to this episode. Now, without much further ado, let's dive right into part 3 of this very, very interesting conversation with Akila. Welcome back, and you are listening to the Audacity Project. Akila, I went through your Instagram, which is very vibrant, interesting, and beautifully color-blocked. What caught my eyes was that the models were very relatable and gave me a girl-next-door vibe. Was this a conscious choice? How did you source your models? Um, they all look so perfect. Could you tell us about it? Um, so, uh, yes, we do consciously pick our models. Uh, the faces of Google is what we call them. Uh, we're mm-hmm. super grateful to everybody who's been, uh, who's been volunteering to do this. So all our friends did this for us. So we have, uh, we were very particular about the fact that we wanted the faces of Ayn Guru to be, to be in the same wavelength as us, to have the same thought process, to be mm-hmm. empathetic, sensitive, mm-hmm. understand the core values of the brand. Mm-hmm. And for us, we, uh, also were, we were at a point where we couldn't afford professional models where we could go and pay for anybody. We just asked a couple of friends and then, uh, they all came together without even a second thought. They had mm-hmm. goodwill at their heart. Yes, right. and they all wanted to do this for us, for, for the women. And uh, we were so, we are so grateful and lucky to have them. Because anytime you ask, they are always willing to, you know, come forward, do a shoot. Kitchen. Yeah, they're right. fine. They're like, okay, just yeah. tell me when I'll be there. And, <laughs> and um, especially during the lockdown, I think I was saying that it was a very, very difficult four months. Like right. it still is. I we still I don't know how we're surviving, um, <laughs> and uh, these four months have been so difficult for us that we had to somehow we got a you know a collection of earrings done, mm-hmm. and we had to shoot it right. But it's a, it was a lockdown. We weren't allowed to go anywhere. It wasn't safe to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. So what we started doing was that uh, we started sending over earrings to our friend Alicia's house, and uh, she did the photo shoot. So she did her, yeah, herself, like she did her own photo shoot. And she'd got these beautiful backgrounds on her terrace. Yes, like, yeah. <laughs> she did it all herself. And we I all mean, look professional <laughs> grade. I mean, I was surprised looking at the quality of the pictures, how it's rendered really well. And these women are so beautiful. Uh-huh. So beautiful, I must tell you. Yeah, they are. And they're all so lovely. Everybody came forward to do it um, uh, for free. And they had, mm-hmm. uh, they had nothing but goodwill at their heart. Yes. And we yeah. also, I would like to also mention Aishwarya who um, she is the one wearing the sari. So she did her photo shoot at home. So she got her boyfriend to do it for her. And <laughs> so the whole family was getting involved in her photo shoot. So she would just, uh, she's like, so what do you want me to wear? I said, just do whatever you want. Just go. I mean, we, we never tell our models to pose mm-hmm. this way, pose that mm-hmm. way. We're like, do what you want. It's, it's, it's your state. It's your yeah. brand. Have fun. Have fun. Right. So that's what, that's how we, and every single one of them is our friends. So we, mm-hmm. there's uh, no, no effort put in to go and recruit models. We wanted to make sure that 
all women of all skin tone there should yes. not be any um there should be there should not be any uh, angle to which there is body shaming there shouldn't be mm-hmm. any angle mm-hmm. to which that we should feel like oh there is this perfect model yeah and this is how you must look no it's fine like you know uh, in fact like um i was asking my partner that we must we should also wear something in some sometime and take a picture yes. except for yeah. like like look really retarded because we don't know how to like pose like them and smile <laughs> gracefully but uh, we we'll make something work mm-hmm. hopefully sometime yeah awesome so i have this another question this this could be better philosophical or technical however you take it but i am just uh, thinking about uh, so when i was speaking with you something that struck me was uh rarely do we know where our food comes from mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. Uh, we we eat broccoli we eat those cherry tomatoes we have strawberries we don't know where it comes from and and nowadays people are asking us and more research says that you need to know where your source where, where, where is your food coming from and eat locally purchase locally uh, and just extrapolating that to what you do sustainable accessories and clothing do you think it's important for consumers like us to understand uh what they wear what they use in every single day to know the source of where it's coming from where is this material where is the dye where where is this small accessory that's come do you think that's important and how do you think that's going to change the way we perceive what we use every single day so um i think it's super important uh that's why uh there's this uh, there's this hashtag i'm not sure if you know if you know about it it's called who made your clothes Oh. Uh so this is something that came out of uh the harassment that happens in garment industries where mm-hmm. the people are not treated like people they're not human mm-hmm. beings you're being mm-hmm. exploited yes. and yeah. you're being underpaid uh yes. women and men are not paid equally and that is yes. a problem that yeah. is a very huge problem huge problem yes. yes and you must know i mean it's it's just that it's about your responsibility to understand what mm-hmm. you use who and it's okay i mean i don't say that you must know but mm-hmm. it would be great to know because there are hands uh, that are working hard to bring mm-hmm. something together for you yeah and yeah. you need to if there is a moment of um a truth that you need to face sometimes these hands are being exploited most of the times yes. i would say and yeah. they are um they are being exploited for your need Mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so sometimes yeah. you, you being conscious is not that you need to definitely go all organic and mm-hmm. you know wear sustainable clothing mm-hmm. it's not that it mm-hmm. being conscious is being aware being mm-hmm. aware that you don't have to if you don't like it you don't have to buy stuff which are locally made But be aware of the atrocities that happen yeah. in the production yeah. of each product mm-hmm. it's okay mm-hmm. to not you know you know live a you know um, conscious lifestyle what mm-hmm. sustainable lifestyle it's okay but mm-hmm. you need to be conscious and cognizant yeah. of every product that's being made and that's your choice to do mm-hmm. to um to sort of uh, what would we say to own it or to mm-hmm. to say that this is not for me right? right but that's your choice but mm-hmm. there's one thing that that you could make an effort is to be aware Yeah and I think it has, it does also when you're talking about it from a business perspective mm-hmm. I think it's very important that if you see if uh, mm-hmm. any customer right for so that I've not studied business but this is mm-hmm. from sure just all my experiences that I've had with yes. customers yeah. interacting with them mm-hmm. now when I tell them suppose we have our stall sometimes and mm-hmm. 
my team and I, all of us, we get together. We speak about Iron Guru with so much passion. You mm-hmm. tell them how this is made, where this comes mm-hmm. from. There is a sort of attachment that grows. There right. is a connect right. that's created. And that mm-hmm. connect would bring them back to you again and again. Mm-hmm. And you right. would be purchasing something that you believe in, that you like. Mm-hmm. At the same mm-hmm. time, it's great for the brand because they're talking about stories that have been untold. There would be, right. They would never be told. Right, like yes. Ma, yes. for example, our women Pushpa Rekha Vasanta, their stories mm-hmm. would never be out there yeah. if we yeah. didn't say that they they made this for you. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if we are making it such a big deal that you know Jeff Bezos is the uh, founder of Amazon, yeah. you should also yeah. talk about Pushpa Rekha Vasanta who are making Absolutely. earrings. Absolutely, right? absolutely, <laughs> right, right, spot on, spot on. <laughs> yes, yeah. Right. Uh, so some of the other questions that I want to touch upon is. Um, uh, first, let's talk about how have you been recognized over these years? What has been, how has been the journey? I mean, if you have to uh, touch upon your milestones from where you started and where you are today, mm-hmm. uh, what would those be? Uh, milestones would be <laughs> bankruptcy. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, okay, no one is, it's not a negative note at all. I think it's very important for all startups to go through that phase. Otherwise, you would mm-hmm. see too much success. And mm-hmm. it's not real success. And until you, and I'm Rural still hasn't seen success, right? We are still, we are setting milestones, small milestones mm-hmm. for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And we're mm-hmm. getting past them one step at a time. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's great to have an audacious goal for yourself, mm-hmm. but you need to have tiny, tiny goals that would somehow, you know, uh, get you there. Right. Mm-hmm. For us, the mm-hmm. first goal was to come up with the name, come mm-hmm. up with the idea. How is this mm-hmm. going to sustain? Then mm-hmm. recruit women. And after recruiting women, it's about bringing married women from rural areas yeah. to Bangalore and they are going to live there for 45 days. Mm-hmm. Now you have to fight an entire social system that is that says that women are not allowed to do that. Right. Now that was a big milestone. We spoke to hundreds of women, got three. So you can imagine what that was like. So um, getting getting the right, forming the right team, Shikha and Chaitanya, core team. Of course, there was uh, three of us were initially only started off. It was Jyotin Mai, uh, Gautami and I. But then mm-hmm. for uh, different reasons, Jyotin Mai had to sort of take a step back. Right. But the four of us continue to be at IMD. And mm-hmm. it was very important to form a core team super yeah. duper important for a growing business and that mm-hmm. is a very big milestone that you need to yeah make, right so you need to find a team that's as passionate as you so they are going how to, did you go about that oh that okay. uh-huh. <laughs> see i'm very i'll tell you what right i look for mm-hmm. things within my own comfort zone first mm-hmm. and uh what i did was uh so about me and i were like oh we have to find somebody who's really good mm-hmm. at um you know, the entire fashion designing angle of it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we put out internships um, mm-hmm. for people, one for managing our social media mm-hmm. and uh, two for managing our uh, design requirements. Mm-hmm. And uh, through the internship, we found Shaitanya and Shikha. Mm-hmm. And both of them are my juniors from college. Wow. Uh, okay. So Shikha was my direct junior and Shaitanya is again two years younger than I am. Mm-hmm. So... Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and we didn't even know Chaitanya was my junior, right? It just happened mm-hmm. that she just mm-hmm. wanted to be a part of it and she knew mm-hmm. about it from somewhere. And mm-hmm. she is so dedicated. That girl doesn't mm-hmm. care if she's paid or not. 
both shika and mm. her they don't care but mm-hmm. it's again you can't mm-hmm. you can't use that as leverage right you need to have your own risk <laughs> yes. you have to pay yeah. but it's it's the passion that matters that mm-hmm. people care mm-hmm. they work at any time they mm-hmm. believe that this organization is theirs and it is theirs Mm-hmm. If we still don't say that when we go out and represent ourselves, we don't mm-hmm. call ourselves co-founders, Gautam and I. We say mm-hmm. it's our team. We're a, mm-hmm. we're a team of seven people: three women, three rural women team, and three mm-hmm. four of us here in Bangalore. Mm-hmm. That's how mm-hmm. we work, and wow. it's very important for you to build that sort of a team that you can depend on. Mm-hmm. Talent is secondary again. I I believe that right skills can be developed as and when you. But it's your attitude that matters. Skills wow. picked up. I spoken like a true founder. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! <laughs> uh, well, I have zero skills in the fashion industry <laughs> and or at being an entrepreneur or whatever that is. But it's something you pick up. It's your passion mm-hmm. that matters. It's mm-hmm. your dedication, your persistence, mm-hmm. and the fact that you're a crazy lunatic who'll never give up. Mm-hmm. So that's that's all that matters. <laughs> Right, interesting, interesting. Because what I've seen through my years in the corporate is that a lot of founders, a lot of startups that really have great ideas, they can't go ahead, or they they haven't been successful because they haven't found the right partner, mm-hmm. they haven't found the right you know team to implement the 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 ideas, the notions that that one person has. And I believe this is one of the biggest and the most important things in in a growing startup. Yeah, to find the right team, and you you absolutely right about it. So you start with your comfort zone, and you found these amazing people for your team, and yeah. and that's how it, everything came into place. Yeah, awesome. we already had a relationship, so mm-hmm. it was easy for us to build that trust, mm-hmm. you know, in each right. other. And in fact, I would like to highlight um, our experience with the women. Uh, mm-hmm. So Pushpa Rekha and Vasanta Madam are uh, from Hospita, right? So they run the production house completely mm-hmm. in and out. They mm-hmm. manage their own attendance. They have their own basic wow. calculations. We mm-hmm. we don't have any control. They have complete control of their production house. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, these guys, when during the lockdown, we had to shut down because of their safety. Right. And yeah, we and we're a small business. If we don't make money, we can't pay bills. Yes. So yeah. um, and we told them that it might be difficult. Uh, mm-hmm. We might not be able to. We have to shut mm-hmm. down. We might have to cut down on our uh, salaries. Mm-hmm. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. Oh well, um, we they had nothing to say. They just were like, you know what? Let this get over. When it's all done, we're going to come back to you. We believe right. in our cause. This is our organization, mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. okay if we're not paid. Wow! Like they're wow. like, it's okay. It's okay, madam. We call them madam. They call us madam. So that's us. <laughs> right. They like, they don't right. stop calling us madam. So mm-hmm. uh, we're like, you know what? You don't stop. We're not going to stop either. Right. So right. um, they were like, whatever it is, however long mm-hmm. it takes, we're mm-hmm. always going to be with this organization, mm-hmm. and that's the trust that they have on mm-hmm. not on us. Um, they believe in the cause. They believe the in, cause. The, yes. in the organization, yeah. and that's something yeah. that I always want to say. And maybe you'd want to like. You know, I don't know. I I don't know how to tell it to different people. I hope this reaches out to people who are, you know, who are going to be founders, who want to be founders mm-hmm. at some point. Mm-hmm. That your loyalty should always remain towards your cause, not right. your organization. Right. right. Absolutely. Uh, and, Absolutely. And there is nothing bigger than your cause. Nothing mm-hmm. bigger than the intention. Than mm-hmm. than you. You are nothing, literally. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. it's all about your cause being bigger than you. and that's mm-hmm. when a business is going to be successful 
for us that's inspiring <laughs> for us that's the reason angular still sustains in spite mm-hmm. of all of these uh, bankruptcy issues that we've had in mm-hmm. the past mm-hmm. yeah believe loyalty towards the cause that women will um their poverty will be alleviated women will be financially independent that's mm-hmm. the idea right okay uh moving on to some uh, a topic that's on uh, relevant but on a tangent is that uh, so when when i uh, i read this report that uh, sustainability and uh, dni diversity and inclusion is an area of business which is crowded uh, crowded with women founders uh, and also sometimes what happens is that there's a kind of stereotype that happens is that oh it's a sustainable business it has to be run by women and people sometimes don't take women women leaders seriously uh, it's it's always thought of as a oh they it's just a fun project they're not serious about it these are women you know what are they going to do and uh, do you think uh, do you think this report is true do you think this this comes in you know uh, uh, men in positions of power of even women in positions of power organizations that are powerful they look at small organizations run by women in sustainability and inclusivity space and they just just dismiss it saying you know mm, the, these guys might not be serious about this or you know where are they going to go these are women so have you faced these kind of challenges in your in your uh, uh, journey definitely definitely mm-hmm. i think um, again like, like i was saying it's a fundamental issue where it all boils down to gender roles where mm-hmm. women are expected to be empathetic the reason yeah. that and women are expected to be caregivers women are expected mm-hmm. to be a certain way and have a yeah. certain profile that's built around yes. them and mm-hmm. when they sort of even minutely you know mm-hmm. touch the same surface that say that i'm mm-hmm. minutely touching um, all the stereotypes on actually mm-hmm. i'm massively touching all the stereotypes of like fashion <laughs> sustainability mm-hmm. yes uh, yeah. you know, everything and yeah. it's like it's expected of me Mm-hmm. it's expected mm-hmm. that i would right. do something in this genre mm-hmm. only yes yes and yeah so be it i will i mm-hmm. i am doing that my partner mm-hmm. and i the entire team mm-hmm. that i am doing is a women run organization mm-hmm. working mm-hmm. for women and mm-hmm. it's it's a stereotype that is usually around it and i think it's fine as long mm-hmm. as we know what we're on to we're, we're on to taking on solving one of mm-hmm. india's biggest developmental issue mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. um and that's something that we really face a lot so it's like we've mm-hmm. had conversations with people who are interested to be stakeholders with us mm-hmm. to say that oh yeah so it's a fashion brand mm-hmm. uh, so yeah so uh, uh, i mean who are the women who are a part of it or you mm-hmm. that oh it's two girls it has to be fashion ah it's your comfort <laughs> zone I'm right boss i have no clue about fashion trust me <laughs> see me <Right>. no <laughs> mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. just maybe i i was interested in it and the reason why we consciously picked fashion uh, mm-hmm. industry except mm-hmm. is because of the fact there is a logical reason behind it mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. not because i'm a woman i picked fashion right yeah there yeah. is a reason yeah. and the reason is that in uh, thanks to our government all mm-hmm. women in rural areas are skilled Okay, right. through this uh, skilling program that they do, mm. everyone mm. is skilled in uh, stitching, agarbatti making, yes. Uh, yes. you know, yes. uh, and what else? What <laughs> do they do? Jewelry making, all yeah. of these regular things. They're mm-hmm. all skilled. 
but handicrafts yeah, and all handicrafts that. and everything mm-hmm. why mm-hmm. i'm sorry they've been skilled and yes. uh, and they don't have anything to do with that skill yes what yeah. i'm rural does is upskill you yes. to be able to do yeah. something with that skill mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it already exists i'm not creating yeah. a new market yeah right yeah. so when yeah. the reason why we chose fashion was because mm-hmm. of uh, the deficit of opportunities that was that that came out of the skill that they already had they mm-hmm. had a skill mm-hmm. they had nothing to mm-hmm. do with it we wanted to mm-hmm. leverage on that skill mm-hmm. upskill mm-hmm. them and make them useful yeah. that's it uh first you're reclaiming what's what's called the stereotype or what's been denounced as a woman based stereotype right. you're reclaiming that you're using that to your power and advantage yeah second what better business sense would it make i mean would it even make business sense if you're not using the resources that's available to you yeah. and making something valuable out of it yeah if 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 you if you didn't do that then maybe it's it's not a good proposition in the first place at all and and sometimes i think brands like mintra which is run by men right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they don't they are not stereotype for that they're not that that fashion clothing branding that's not a that's not a passion project it's a it's a sustainable business it's making a lot of value but when when women do that it's like ah oh, fashion acha theek hai blah 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 you know that that's the kind of tone that that goes around it i'm so so happy if you're reclaiming this and you're you're actually finding synergy in the existing ecosystem and building on that and creating yeah, value on absolutely. that this is the best that can happen So like you were saying you're right so you leverage on what's available what is mm-hmm. better business sense than that mm-hmm. right i'm not going and creating something totally new and yeah. i'm yeah. not doing this because i my my gender expects me to do that mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. it's just that it's okay. available and i'm going to do something about it right awesome so these are all the questions that i had for you mm-hmm. and uh, the, the final question would be uh, how long uh, so you you told me about your five year journey mm-hmm. and uh, let's let's just do a timeline of um, how far you've come and how far do you have left to go in this journey and and what do you have to say to the future leaders and what do you have to say about your organization if you if you want to shout out yeah so i think i i'm not in a position where i would be <laughs> able to give advice to people or say that this is this is the route to success Well mm-hmm. I I think we've heard the journey so far and yeah. the only thing that would that you probably need to take from this is that your journey mm-hmm. is going to be completely different from mine. Yes. It will be. And mm-hmm. the only thing that you can probably take from my journey is that uh the persistence that I had to continue. Right? There are right. going to be insane amount of downfalls and but yes. the only thing that you need to think about is your mm-hmm. purpose. So I I say mm-hmm. this to everybody that everybody's got a purpose and mm-hmm. i found mine but that's mm-hmm. the only reason that i i i am frantic about it i i'm really crazy about my dreams i want to do something about it mm-hmm. but you've got to find your purpose and once mm-hmm. you do there's nothing that can stop you right so amazing uh, yeah, and yeah that's it there's nothing else to it there's no there's no book that will teach us how to be successful right. but i've learned right. trust me i've i read i read a lot of books to uh-huh. be successful, like how to run a business uh-huh. and, and nothing works for me mm-hmm. nothing ever does it's only mm-hmm. that you have to you have to experience it on your own you have mm-hmm. to make your own kind of mistakes and mm-hmm. and yeah that's it you figure it out as you go but right. thing is right. be consistent and be true to your purpose that's all mm-hmm. have the conviction 
and the courage to just follow your follow the the passion the dream the vision that you have for yourself and just keep going right rational conviction force <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> don't quit everything at one go i say i want to be an entrepreneur i want to do mm-hmm. this thank you mm-hmm. it's it's a nice. tough journey nice nice awesome awesome all right uh thank you so much for your time i mean uh, i i planned this for a 30 minute episode but but i think i've got con- uh, content for uh, 3 30 minute episodes wow and i'm <laughs> sure yeah and, and i'm sure everyone's going to be enthralled listening to your stories i mean these are these are real life stories real life women women that you know women that you know be everyone can empathize with and they're doing something to change the world one step at a time i'm not i'm i'm not i'm not um, no savior complexes here but i'm on come on this is reality this is reality one step at a time yes sir. thank you so thank much you. i'll thank you and uh, yeah so thank you so much for the opportunity and i yeah. really uh, a, a massive thank you from the entire team at i'm google um to to you and to shweta for making it happen for us uh it's really great that people know the reason again uh, who made your clothes you would know this yes. how i'm doing was born yeah and we're on yeah. instagram again to follow us we are called i'm doing yeah. again uh, mm-hmm. so yeah thank you so much thank you so much jashwi all the very best well that was a great conversation in my opinion i hope you enjoyed it too to sum up today's conversation and ideas We spoke about intersectionality and representation and why it matters, how to find the right founder and its importance. We spoke about the importance of being resilient and just pushing through a crisis and how having the right team and being rooted to the purpose will keep the organization together and going. We touched upon harassment in workplace and creating a safe space that nurtures growth and value creation. We spoke about appealing to the customers by evoking a sense of belonging which is a great marketing idea and a marketing tool. So I hope women leaders and aspiring entrepreneurs and current entrepreneurs who just listened to this episode really had some really good uh, takeaways from this conversation and use some of these takeaways and ideas and tricks to help further and improve your business and endeavors. If you really enjoyed this conversation Please do show us your support by giving us a shout out on Instagram and uh, our Instagram handles are at uh, the audacity project and at i am rural for um, uh, if you want to shout give a shout out to Akila and her enterprise and we are available on Apple Podcasts Spotify SoundCloud so do check it out and listen to the other episodes because each one of them is equally interesting as always be audacious and be kind You are listening to the Audacity Project. Another thing, these takeaways are also available on our blog and we usually leave links to research, books and other interesting blogs in our website. So go to www.theaudacityproject.net, browse around, you'll find links to read, you'll find links to listen and do leave us a feedback on the website. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.